Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 2nd of December, 2022. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in markets and business, and perhaps a little bit um, of what happened through the week as well, given it's a Friday. I'm Nadine Blading. Yes, you are. And I'm Andrew Gagan. Nadine, good to see you on a, on a Friday. <laughs> and looks as though, uh, look, we're going to end the week, what, positive? Yeah, about just? half a percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, which all things considered, I don't think is too bad because we had a lot of hardening up of the market by these Fed speakers for a still hawkish Jay Powell, but then markets read him as being dovish. Yeah, that's right. And that was um, that was yesterday. And then we had more economic data coming out of the States today, which showed that essentially spending's holding up, but manufacturing was pulling back. So is that sort of the sweet spot as far as investors are concerned? Maybe. That's what they're interpreting. But, of course, the focus is going to be on those payrolls tonight. So we've got to wait and see because that really will move the market, you would have thought. Yeah. Should we just wrap the conversation? Because that will be no. – <laughs> um, yeah. But also there's sort of indications, not just in the U.S., but around the world and here as well, that perhaps inflation has peaked. Um, which you know doesn't mean that high prices are going away, but that the rate of inflation has peaked, and that could take some pressure off central banks. I mean, we've got the RBA next week already, Andrew, mm. and it's really firmed up as a 25 basis point hike as consensus. But CBA Today, I noted on Twitter, saying that some of the language around forward guidance could be softened. So instead of saying, you know, the RBA expects to continue to hike rates, it might be. Uh, change to willing or, you know, uh, you know, just just giving themselves um, and and priming markets for the fact that maybe rates won't continue on this, you know, upward mm. trajectory. Um, well, look, I mean, they've got to pause eventually, haven't they? It's True. a question of when. Yep. And then they've got to, they'll pull back at some stage too on the rates. So how far ahead are markets willing to look? Well, it seems quite far mm-hmm. when you look at what's, what's happened. Um, and to that point, Given where equity markets have gone, you would say we're already in the Santa rally. And I'm speaking to a number of commentators today, such as Brad Gastworth from Unearthing Opportunities, who's saying, look, he's cautious because, yes, uh, seeing that we're going to continue to rally into Christmas, but he's expecting a pullback early next year, particularly as we start to see earnings come off. Yeah, I wrote about that in the weekend newsletter. If you don't subscribe, you should. It's called Off the Clock, Saturday morning. You've got all weekend to, to you know, get across some of the favorite interviews, one of which was David Sikolsky this week because, again, you know, earnings recession, Morgan Stanley is for – everybody's saying that earnings are going to have to come down from here because we haven't really seen the pain um, being reflected in most companies' earnings. So, yeah, there's this Santa Claus rally, but maybe there's going to be – 
better opportunities next year. David Sikorsky mm. thinks so. You know, not just in equities, but in credit as well, because you'll have a lot of these companies being forced to go to market to raise capital and they'll have to pay up, you know, they'll have to pay better rates essentially to get to get that capital. So yeah, but but Adam Dawes from Sean Partners, he was on the call today. He's just happy to ride this rally for now. Yeah, no surprise there from Adam. Um, in fact, you, you mentioned the uh, off the clock there. Uh, I was writing about um, the oil price and more, more broadly, I guess, what's going on in the energy space at the moment and uh, quoting Stuart Glickman, who I spoke to this morning from CFRA. A lot going on, uh, a lot of factors pulling and pushing the oil price because you've got that cap that's coming from the EU mm -hmm. on Russian seaborne exports you've got the demand equation in china are they are they loosening those restrictions or not i mean clearly that's going to have a big push pull and then you've got opec the meeting on sunday are they going to be cutting or not oh, is that on sunday yeah. Uh, yeah well to your point about china we did hear that was another main driver this week um you know was china reopening was it not but i had a chat with june Lu from tribeca today and she said absolutely 100 percent china is starting to pull away from covid zero starting to reopen she said they will never say it they will never say that mm. that's what they're doing but indications are that's what's happening. But Vivek Dar from um, CBA today said, um, look, the enthusiasm about that reopening has already been baked into the price of many commodities. So he was cautioning, and, and I'm sure your conversations sort of were around this as well, is that, you know, China will be trying to avoid a hard landing. They're not necessarily going to be stimulating in a way to really drive, you know, really drive growth in any, you know, meaningful way. They're, they were not going back to the glory days of Chinese growth at, you know, five, six, seven percent. That's over. So, yeah, Vivek was saying in his note, like, a lot of that good news about China is yeah. baked in. Well, and that's also influencing the copper price now because it's been beaten down so much. And that's been a common theme I've noticed this week, particularly with the, the stock pickers, a lot now are willing to buy those copper stocks mm -hmm. at this point, which, I mean, there aren't too many pure plays in Australia. So, you know, I guess uh, BHP is obviously in that sector. Um, you know, more more directly, I guess, Sandfire. Mm -hmm. I know uh, Adam Dawes likes, um, likes Sandfire in the copper space too. Uh, and of course, you know, what's going on with Oz Minerals at mm -hmm. the same time. Um, but, uh, and you know, I, I guess you're also seeing the thawing of those relations between Australia and China. So that is seen as a positive too. So, stocks, which I know you covered on the call today as well with yeah. like A2 Milk Treasur and, and Treasury One. Yep. yep. I was just actually looking at Treasury One share price up by 1%. Um, yeah, I thought that was an interesting sort of part of the conversation. Um, you should listen to the call. If you like podcasts, we do put it out in podcast form or online if you want to see Adam Dawes's smiling mm. face. <laughs> well, another big mover was the energy sector today yeah. into the red. A lot happening on that front too, Nadine. Um, yeah, Santos, that was down. It's Bar the Barossa uh, gas appeal. That was dismissed by the federal court. Um, well, we've got uh, the coal, New Hope, Whitehaven. They all slipped uh, along with the, the biggie. Um, Woodside was down as well. And Beach, now, you'll point us in the right direction because mm -hmm. that was stock of the day. But, of course, that's all about that play that's going on with Warrigo at the moment. Yeah, and Warrigo's share price is going gangbusters because, of course, it looks like there's at least two really serious contenders, um, being Beach and being Hancock. 
And I think that some of that enthusiasm is sort of spreading around that smaller end of the oil and gas space, because I did note that uh, we've got Strike Energy, for example, one of the best performers in the smaller end of the market, because yeah, I've been talking to people for a long time about the fact that we will see consolidation in that smaller to mid-tier energy space in Australia. And, and it certainly seems as if yeah, the, the the gloves are off when it comes to getting hold of Warrego Energy, at least. Its share price was up by close to 11% uh, yet again today. And, and to your point, standing in very stark contrast to those big energy players as well. All right. So, Beach, what was the verdict? Well, just take a little listen here. Okay. Uh, so that was a hold. A hold. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think that you were going to be going out and rushing to buy uh, Beach Energy. Okay. Hold. Look, they're certainly sitting in that sort of second tier line there for me. So I'd be on hold with Jumbay on this one if you've got it. Obviously, they're going to have to pay up. I don't know whether that's uh, going to be debt or um, how they're going to pay for it. But yeah, I think all of this consolidation is going to happen. There's going to be more of these mid-tier uh, oil and gas guys that are going to get chomped up. So it's going to be tough. Soon, if Origin obviously goes off the boards as well, look, there's lots of play in there. And certainly our energy is very much needed around the world. So uh, we've got some great assets that uh, people can buy. So hold for me on beach. Okay. So... Um Pretty lukewarm on beach, like not not writing it off, but it's a hold. But but I don't want to sell down the show. We were off to a ripping start. We had three double buys. So those will be going in front of the investment committee. And actually, just as an aside, there is a new investment committee that is coming out and will hit your... Well, it's not really airwaves, is it? Will hit your... Inbox. <laughs> inbox on... Um, on Tuesday, yep. I think that is. Yep. Okay. Uh, look, and also in the commodity space there, gold... Yeah, um, that was a big winner fact, today. I was, listening, I was listening to Carl Kapalinga today from Think Markets, who he says he is he is the antithesis. He's at the other end there of a gold bug. He doesn't like it, but he can see it is looking really attractive at the moment. If it's in the charts, yes. Carl, in yeah, charts it's, it's we going, trust. It's uh, going upper right, which uh, obviously he likes. But yeah, you've got you know certainly um, both the producers and the explorers doing pretty well mm -hmm. at the moment. Other winners today, look, uh, St. Barbara, to your point, EML did well today. Uh, interesting, there's not a lot of news associated with some of the bigger movers. Actually, it was a pretty quiet day in terms of corporate news. Um, we've got Santos, so you had an Australian court upholding a ruling against that Barossa gas project. So that's uh, marked down Santos. But again, it was a pretty negative day for the for the energy space overall. Yeah, the heat map's pretty... Pretty ugly in the banks, yeah, <laughs> energy and property, um, you know, those REITs as well. I, I posted something on Twitter today. I was looking out across a building to a building whose tenants will remain nameless. Like, Andrew, empty. it's just, it's floor after floor after floor of, there's not one person in it. It's mm. crazy still. It's just so much money you know wasted and there's so much office space available it's uh yeah i think it's one to watch well it's like at the bottom of the building we're in a, a sizable tenant uh they've gone bust owing more than a million yep in rent yep uh you wonder if i mean it's not a one-off mm. like you know as i walk around the city and this would be cities around the country too where you are seeing not just office space commercial space yeah um you would imagine that's going to get worse if those 
financial and economic conditions deteriorate mm-hmm. into next year. Yeah, well, you know, we're in for a bit of a purple patch, I think. So in uh, the RBA's board meeting next week, they'll be discussing the slowdown because they need to tap the brakes on the economy, obviously, uh, when it comes to inflation. But boy, you know, there's a lot at risk if there is, you know, some sort of significant uh dampening of demand and recession. Like not mm. a lot of people are calling for recession here, but um, I had a chat with Phil Donahoe from Deutsche Bank. Um, they put out their 2023 world outlook and they put the chance of a U.S. recession at about 80, 80%. Interesting to note though, they say that t- this recession will likely follow, you know, a playbook uh, and they're expecting it to be sort of a quote unquote typical recession, which would see in terms of equities, S&P 500, the real pullback would come in the third quarter, but they reckon that the year will end with the S&P 500 sort of around where it begins. Yeah. So we have this pullback, the earnings, you know, recession that comes through, the damage that's done, but mm. then, you know, it's All right. it's, it's so, so fascinating. Hold, go away for 12 months, come back. Sort of. Okay. <laughs> it's, um, it's starting to feel yeah. a little bit like that with Christmas and yeah, last, so, uh, last calls and all this kind of stuff happening. All right. So yeah, Christmas ne- tree up in this office. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're in December. That's suitable. So, yeah, next week then, uh, um, RBA, 25 points mm-hmm. expected, and then perhaps a pause seems to be consensus. Well, I mean, they're paused anyways in January. Yeah, so, January, yeah, but whatever February, happens perhaps. in February, yeah, perhaps. We'll see, but, uh, of course, we'll get some more data. And uh, stateside, of course, more data coming to us tonight with those payrolls numbers. That's obviously going to be significant. And then uh, next week, of you know, purchasing managers, factory orders. Yeah. It's, it's going to paint the picture ahead of the, the Fed meeting in mid-December. Yeah, I forgot. We also have GDP here next week. Um, so that's one to watch. The partials have been coming in and they will continue to do so. And some of them have been weak. I think it was Deanna Messina from AMP Capital I was talking to. And they're sort of um, expecting to see... You know, a little bit of a, a softer number there. Um, in fact, I just I just saw Westpac coming out. The RBA will lift by 25 basis points next week. Um, NAB has put out a GDP preview. Slowing growth is the title as consumption and trade normalize. So, yeah, there'll be lots there. I did note we've got Metcash's half yearly result next week, Andrew, which, mm-hmm. again, I think it's good to get a look into. What's going on? Yeah, that level? sort of consumer. Yep. Um, we've got a few AGMs next week, Washington H. Soul Pats and Bank of Queensland. That was another big story this week with um, George Frazis not stepping down. He was no, told he, to step down yes. as CEO of the BOQ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, AGM's interesting. Actually, I was speaking with Dean Fergie uh, today from saying, uh, Capital was saying that uh, he's really frustrated that so many companies are now choosing to do it just as a physical meeting, not online or one or the other and not a hybrid model. Oh, right, right. And you're just not allowing as many investors and shareholders as possible to actually participate. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you in these days? Well, especially when we learned through the pandemic. I mean, it, it worked, right? Systems were put in place. Mm. Everybody's happy. Yeah, I, I sort of hadn't thought of it or talked about it. So interesting. I wonder wonder why. Anyway, uh, you can ponder that over the weekend, but um, <laughs> uh, we've got to uh, prepare for the last, yeah, last we do. call. We and do. Uh, you'll, uh, you'll be able to catch up with that uh, online, of course. It's going to be a biggie. Yeah, it is. We're going to do a bit of a retrospective of the year. We've got a few special guests coming in. Um, actually, a, a lot of our regular guests will be sort of running around in the background. So who knows who will rope in to having a little bit of a chat with us. We're a wild bunch here. Indeed. Nadine, enjoy your weekend. We'll do it again next week. Thank you. Thank you.